morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hopefully everybody is having a great week. I know I am. And uh, you know how we get things started, as always, with the definitely shout out to my A1 community. My A1s, you all definitely have been rocking with me. Some of you all have been rocking with me a lot longer than others. But even with the A1 uh, new members, I appreciate you all. So let's get started with those shout outs. As always, oh man, my A1, my first A1 actually, uh, Brittany, definitely. Uh, Chuma, what's up? Uh, Shamika, your positive energy. Oh, man, it, I think it might uh, rival mine. So definitely shout out to you. Uh, Jennifer out there, uh, definitely uh, giving you a shout out. Been a minute. And last but not least, uh, Janelle. Like I said, thank all of you as always. Your true A1s. I appreciate you all. And with that being said, let's get the show started. Well, let me finish this song. I like this beat. Mm. All right, all right. Enough of that, enough of that. So today's topic discussion, nice to haves and a life partner. So we all got, you know, different things we look for in a life partner, you know, with some being way more important at the end of the day than others. You know, I think we all can agree to that. Thus, in today's episode, I'll discuss some things that probably should be just nice to have and the reason why. <laughs> so none of us are perfect. So it's just unrealistic to look for a perfect partner. Plus, even if a perfect partner existed, since none of us are, why would they want to be, you know, with us for that matter? You know, if we're going to have an honest conversation, you know, I remember, though, at one point back in the day, I thought I had reached a status of being perfect. Yeah, don't judge me, <laughs> which is crazy, you know, to me now to know I actually thought that. And I was looking for a perfect partner. I'm shaking my own head on that one. But with that said, please don't mistake that now for me saying to lower your standards as well. Just to say you with someone. Yeah, anybody can just say you got someone. So we don't want to do that either. You know, everybody got baggage. You know, I hear some people uh, have referenced that, which is true. Everybody does. But as I often, you know, say, you know, some people have way more than others when it comes to baggage. And, you know, you'll be spending all day or all weeks, I should say, for that matter, trying to mess around and helping some people unpack that baggage. So, you know, just be cognizant of that as well. You know, and, you know, before I get off of this and really get into, you know, some of the nice to haves, I want to say this, too. You know, a person doesn't have to be perfect, you know, but they can be perfect for you and having all the key qualities you desire. So I think that's the key. So we're going to get it started with some nice to haves that I feel are nice to haves, I should say, that I usually hear women talking about. So the first one is going to be a woman saying, you know, the man she dates or she's with got to be at least six feet tall. So I find this kind of funny because oftentimes if I hear a woman saying this, if you like five foot four, my first day, like, why does that even matter as much? I mean, that's a nice to have, but you're going to let that be a deal breaker that he's five foot nine and, you know, you're five foot four <laughs> and, I'm 
pretty sure I know I you know I kind of looked at this stat. This was back in 2022 when I seen this stat, but I saw that only 15 or 16 percent of men in the U.S. are over six feet. Are over six feet, I should say. So yeah, so you automatically, if you're looking for a dad, you already you know we hear women often talk about that you know good men out there are scarce. So you're looking for a man to be over six feet as well. And so, yeah, just like I said, little things like this, I feel nice to have, you know, but they shouldn't be must-haves. Another thing, number two, is a woman said, this one right here just so old, I didn't heard it so much now, but a woman saying that a man has to be making at least six figures. Oh, we didn't heard that one, all of us, enough of that for 2023, right? And definitely, uh, we don't need to bring that into 2024, you know. But therefore, there are some women, they will dismiss a man if she feels he isn't making six figures. <laughs> like, even if he's a provider still, even if he's making 90000 it's some about that six figures that some women just choose to dismiss a man. But as I often say as well, Six figure doesn't guarantee the man knows how to treat you, you know, that or he or he's going to spend his money on you for that matter. Trust me, everybody who got money ain't got they don't have the money because, you know, they spend it. Some people actually that's why they do have some money because they're so tight with it. So so you got to be factoring that part in, too, you know, and the key important thing, uh, like I said, we get so caught up in six figures. Do you and the person got good chemistry? Remember, if marriage is what you're looking for, you want to be with someone that you're going to plan on spending the rest of your life with. I don't want to be spending the rest of my life with someone who maybe they got just a lot of money, but we ain't got no good chemistry. You know, someone who I don't see as my best friend. So, you know, you got to be looking at those things too. And number three, why I feel is a nice to have, but not a must have. If a woman talking about a man got to have this chisel Greek God type body, you know, you know, unless he, unless be having these, like I said, I like to have real serious conversation. Unless the man is a current athlete and aerobics instructor or someone that gets to make their living being able to get a two or three hour workout in daily, you know, just off what they do for a living. The average working man not going to have that type of body. And also, if you don't have that no near-perfect body as a woman, why would you expect a man to have it? Why? Why? Just why? <laughs> so I know I didn't, I guess some people would say I picked on the women enough, but you know I'm equal opportunist. So let me get on nice to have that I feel a lot of men say uh, talk about, that I feel in the grand scheme of things, they're nice to have, but just like I said, these, I don't feel, should be must-haves. The number one for men, we're going to go back to the same thing kind of with women, or with men who want a woman that got a BBL-type body. Now, it's a lot. Now, I'm, I'm going to kind of sidestep off this just a second because I've seen a survey of something that went out on social media, and most of these men saying they don't want a woman that got a BBL body, which I felt were lying. Because most of them probably the ones that sliding in the the, B, the women with the DB, BBL body DMs. But, you know, going back, getting back on topic, though, 
in regards to men who do want that BBL body and admit that they want that in a woman, as I said about the women, that's crazy if you're looking for a woman to have a perfect body more so and you don't have it yourself. Like, come on now. And just because she got that perfect body, going back to a man, but what does this say about the inside of her? You know, does she got a good heart? Is she trustworthy? Is she faithful? Those things, hey, I I care about those. I want a woman that looks good. You know, don't get me wrong, like anybody else. But if I got to only have one of the two, and you telling me I'm I either going to have a woman that's faithful, I can only have a woman, I'm excuse me, one, I can only have a woman that's faithful or a woman that looks good with his BBL body, I got to go with faithful. Because, you know, I can't be, you know, you leave the house and I got to be wondering, oh, she met this guy, she going to bump into this guy and whatever. <laughs> so number two in nice to haves that I feel most men talk about, not wanting to be in an exclusive relationship with a woman with a kid. I mean, again, to each his own. I'm certainly not trying to tell a guy what they should be doing but just in my opinion i feel it's a nice to have but it's not a must have and when i say a, some guys not want to be in an exclusive relationship with a woman that just there there's a deal breaker for them i feel it should, it's a nice to have and the only reason i say that is she checking all the other key boxes you know she got a kid and she checking all the key boxes I certainly always was open to being with a woman if she had a kid already. If I didn't have to deal with no baby, she ain't got no baby mama, I mean, no baby daddy drama that I'm dealing with. End up, she's already holding things down with the kid on her own. She got her stuff together. She check out all the key boxes. I would have had no issue with that. And I will say, though, now for me, if a woman had more than two kids, since I don't have any kids, that was always something that would have been a deal breaker. But if I got to talking to a woman and I already know she got a kid or, you know, or two kids and the chemistry and everything was there, that certainly was going to be the reason why I just stopped talking to her, you know, just because she, that was the case. Cause there, and I would say too, as a guy who definitely did his share of dating while single, some of the women I felt, even though it didn't work out between us, those were actually some of the women that I felt were ready and the most I felt to be a wife who ended up maybe had a child already that I know I was dealing with. So, like I said, be sure I would say that's a nice to have, but don't be sure to just cut a woman off just because she got a child. And number three, end up a nice to have, in my opinion, that should be a nice to have, I should say. A woman that can cater to your every need always. So the only reason I say that, you know, women, most women, they human as well, especially if she got a full-time job now. So if she got a full-time job, trust me, if she got to be catering to your every need when she comes home, that's going to definitely have her a little tired. And she's human, especially if you want her to have dinner ready and those type of different things as well. And she didn't had a, a long day. A good example, I would use myself. Physical touch is my top love language. Anybody know I love to be rubbed on. I can have somebody rub on me all day, all night. But, and thankfully for me, my wife, she definitely loves to do it. 
However, and I actually don't even have to tell her to do it. She normally just start doing it. But I'm not going to sit. I know some days she might have had a long day. I'm not going to get on her or I'm going to look at her as, oh, what you doing? You're not doing, you're not catering to me like you should be doing. Or I'm going to looking at it as she should, as it's entitled, I should say, for her to do it. And she done had a long day. I realized, hey, you know, she had a long day. I'm not looking for it that particular day. But in fairness to her, she does, does it most of the time. But if it's one of those times that she don't, that's okay. Again, I try not to have expectations of others I don't have on myself. So just like I'm human, and sometimes, for whatever reason, I might not meet expectations or I might, you know, might not be in the mood for something, even if I am 80% or 90% of the time, I'm going to hold that to somebody else as well. So let me know your thoughts. If you agree, slightly agree, or, you know, just totally disagree. Ah, you know what time it is. Story time with A.D. So today's story time is actually going to be a testimonial. I like to put those in as well, even though I like to have, you know, the funny stories as well. So today's testimonial, I'm going to talk about the, I think I told you all the first time that I got laid off, but I actually been laid off in my entire uh, 15 year career, professional career. I got laid off twice. One of, and it was back to back years, ironic. And this right here, what I'm about to kind of touch on is the second time it happened. It was so this is the second time I got laid off like a year late. Ironic, it was like a year later. So I get laid off, and at the time I got laid off, I knew it was gonna be a situation that was, you know, you kind of like know it's coming. So end up I had already been looking for some other jobs. I had some couple jobs uh in place as far as interviews that I had interviewed with and I was waiting to hear back. So I got laid off on Friday. So I get laid off that Friday. Okay. I was hoping to have the new job before I got laid off, but it didn't happen. And that sun that Sunday Saturday or Sunday, I want to say it was that Sunday, it was a certification that I was planning on getting as well. This certification I was going to get, it was big in my professional, uh, in my profession. So I wanted to go ahead and get that. Cause with the certification, going to be more money. I was going to be able to demand with the certification. And on top of the more money I'm be able to demand, it's going to just help me stand out even more far as any future jobs. So then get laid off. That happened on Friday. I did the certification. I go and take the test for it. I flunk. I, I don't pass. So, okay, I'm like, dang. So I don't have a job. I didn't get the certification. But I'm like, well, at least I got two jobs right now that I know I'm looking for. End up that Tuesday, upcoming Tuesday, I hear back uh, from the recruiter. Unfortunately, well, no, I think I had to hit up the recruiter. Because it had been, you know, it had been like a week and you hadn't heard from anybody. Anybody know how those jobs work? If it's been about a week and you got a follow-up, yeah, that's normally not a good sign. Well, it wasn't a good sign. I caught, I ended up, I know I heard back the recruiter and, and they basically had went a different direction. Okay, so I'm like, well, at least I still got one other option that was still open out there. I hear back from the other recruiter, uh, I want to say, by that Thursday or Friday. 
So that Thursday or Friday, I hear back from the other recruiter. I didn't get that job either. So, so I lost my job. End up, I didn't get the certification I was trying to get. Uh, I'm still uh, applying for different jobs as well, by the way, through all of this. But the two jobs that I felt I had a good chance to get, I didn't get either one of those. So all of this has happened within like uh, within a week. Yeah, all of this happened in a week. And to top it off, I ended up with an eye infection some type of way. And I'm talking about with this eye infection, it had my eyes like bloodshot red. I had to go to the doctor. They had to give me a prescription. So I'm like, dang, it just everything hitting. Like, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, I'm having the worst of luck this uh, time. <laughs> but this happened around seven. And then also, when I get laid off, I got laid off on, it was like September 30th. So if anybody has been searching for jobs before, you know, it's never a perfect time you get laid off. But you don't want to get laid off in the fourth quarter. And the fourth quarter is going to be October, November, December. Because most jobs, they well, I know in corporate, I should say, that I work in, most corporate jobs, they got budgets. And the budget has been cut off usually for that year. They, they normally are opening back up in December. So end up, this all happened. But I can honestly say, thankfully, I live way below my means. So far as how I was going to pay the how I was going to handle my bills and stuff like that that was never something I was worried about like I said I'm not bragging by no means but I always had my money in a good space financially and I live below my means so that was no concern of mine whatsoever and I know you know too if I really needed something I mean I'm one of those people I don't abuse it but I know I can run to my parents worst case I know they could bail me out. But thankfully, I never, you know, relied on my parents because, you know, since I became a grown man, I believe in handling my responsibilities. But I say all of that. This happened October and it hit. And I stayed faithful, though. I never forget. I did everything like I normally do. I didn't ask God, oh, God, why I lose my job, blah, blah, blah. I ended up, I stayed the course, prayed up end up did everything I normally did I didn't lose my faith I mean at this point I lost my job the year before so I already know I can get another job too and I know I'm good at what I do all of this is just adding to my faith and my faith in God so I pretty much kept doing everything I normally do uh end up like I said I was getting up every day like I had a work day still getting up at the same time knocking out whatever you know things I was doing from working out to applying for jobs my just so happened my day was ending you know maybe around 1 2 p.m my day was ending but I stayed active and not just sitting around no pity party I say all of that I get uh so I had jobs in between all this time, you know, some of them didn't fall, obviously they didn't fall through and end up, I think it was like December 9th. I got ready. It was like a December 9th ended up. I maybe I was like on a Monday or Tuesday, I get a call from my current company and it was a recruiter. So usually it's a three step, usually going to be three interviews, any type of job far as if it's a corporate job, far as uh, in the IT field that I work in. I got the interview on Monday. I got the call on Monday. The interview was set up for that Thursday. And it was an hour interview. And 
end up, okay, I felt like I did good in the interview, but I'm certainly not looking to get the job, you know. So I get a call that Monday, the next Monday. And if it's one thing about me, if your number not in my phone, I'm not answering that call. And honestly, I'm not looking for it to be nobody calling me about no job because, you know, because, again, I'm not looking to have that second. I haven't had my second or third interview. So, and and plus, I remember the person didn't leave a voicemail either. So they didn't leave a voicemail. So I'm like, okay, well, they didn't leave a voicemail. It must have been nobody important. And the next day, I see the same number called again. Well, at this time, I answered a phone call. And what do you know? When I answered the phone call, end up is the recruiter. Uh, she wanted to, I guess she, she said she wanted to tell me personally that I had got the job. And end up, I had asked her, yeah, why she, uh, she didn't just leave a text, why she didn't leave a text message or she didn't leave a email. But, you know, as she said, she wanted to tell me personally I had the job. But I say all of that lesson learned that I want all of y'all to take away from all of that. When you have faith in God and doing your part to control what you can and your faith don't waver while you wait on God to answer your prayer, and t- it might be taking longer than planned. It usually would work out better than planned. And I can honestly say that was the case for me. So let's get into the quote of the week. Actually, the quote of the week, I'm going to keep it short and simple this week. The quote of the week, Never forget to remember. Let me say it again. Never forget to remember. Now, it's really that simple. Wherever your goal you're trying to achieve, you won't always feel like putting in the consistent work required to achieve it. But never forget to remember why you started and never forget to remember why you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. Trust me, when you when you remember why, never never forget to remember. When you remember that, that's gonna be your motivation when you don't when you don't feel like pushing through. Closing remarks. Uh, so my wife, she loves to try new restaurants, and I'm one of those people. Usually, I can go to whatever restaurant, and I'm not gonna notice a difference in whatever I'm eating. If it's a pizza or something, it tastes it tastes just as good at this place as it probably tastes somewhere else. It's a burger, fries, whatever it is. But I will say, she took me, we went, I should say, to this place. We live in the D.C. area. We went to this place called Honeymoon Chicken. Oh, my goodness. This was some of the best chicken I ever had. Like, I recommend anybody, if you're ever in the D.C. area, make sure you go to Honeymoon Chicken. And it will not disappoint at all. It was so, so good. And last but not least, uh, my Alabama Crimson Tide. Our season came to an end last week. Oh, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I never liked to lose, but, you know, when I look back at it, we had a good season. You know, unfortunately, you can't win them all. And, you know, that's just the way it it, uh, worked out this week. My wife, though, she actually was happy (laughs) because the season is over. She said she finally gets to get me back on Saturdays, which is very true because she knew football time. Yeah, I need to be in front of that TV with my team playing. (laughs) Uh, Before I get up out of here, if you're one of my A1s, remember, you know, you get that free 30-minute session every month, you know, starting, uh, of course, uh, this month. 
uh, only my A1s would be eligible for the monthly cash prizes uh, starting this month as well. Also, uh, be sure to go to my Linktree site and subscribe to the mailing list so you can be alerted of new podcasts I put out. You know, definitely make sure you do that. Uh, the people who send the donations and tips, uh, like I said, thank you as always. It's so, 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 so much appreciated. You know, you didn't have to do it, but I know you do it. And be sure to sign up for a 30 minute session one on one appointment with me again or for the first time if needed as well. If you're listening to this podcast and, you know, you can do that through my Linktree site. Thanks to my current and new listeners. You could be anywhere in the world doing anything else, but you chose to be listening to me. Have a great and blessed week, everyone, as always. And one one final time until next college football season. Roll, tie, roll. Thank you.